Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. New Jabroni Pro Wrestling presents Coming to you from Jabroni University's famed Studio A, it's Five Star Matches, a show where we discuss pro wrestling matches awarded a coveted five-star ranking by Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer and decide if they're truly of five-star caliber. I'm your host, Daniel Salorzno, and with me today, founding father of Jabroni University and resident Jabroni, it's James Zabroni Bryington, the San Francisco treat. (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, thanks for having me, man. This is, uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk to you about this. I was, uh, I'm surprised how much I liked it. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, same here. And what, what it is that we liked and the <laughs> match that we're talking about tonight is, uh, The Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels in Hell in a Cell at In Your House, Bad Blood. That's bad with two D's for a double dose of Shawn Michaels pimping. <laughs> uh, our match tonight takes place on the mild, breezy evening of October 5th, 1997 at the Keel Center in St. Louis, Missouri in front of a sold-out crowd of 21,151 fans, as Vince McMahon reminds us <laughs> several times during the match. Uh, the story of this match begins on August 3rd, 1997 at WWF SummerSlam. While guest ref- <laughs> refereeing a match between Undertaker and Bret Hart, Michaels inadvertently nails Taker with a chair after Hart spat in his face, allowing Hart to get a pin, forcing Michaels to a three count and costing Taker the WWF title, much to the chagrin of Michaels, who has now been spat in the face both literally and metaphorically. <laughs> and <it's, laughs> so this, like, this thing so far is just like, it, it's totally an accident. Yeah. Like, just, he'd accidentally blast the wrong person. In oh, the face. okay, okay. Uh, classic. Although Michaels claimed the chair shot was unintentional, which it definitely was, <laughs> not two weeks later, he meddles in an Undertaker match, blasting Taker multiple times with a steel chair, which to me is dumb storytelling. I want you to hit Taker with a chair, but it was unintentional. That makes no sense. Well, say it was intentional. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> like this. I changed my mind. I did it on purpose. <laughs> and so, like, I... Like, I sometimes I think we look at the stuff that happened in the Attitude Era through rose-colored glasses. <laughs> I uh, meant to accidentally hit you, and now I'm going to mean to accidentally hit you again. And, and, look, to be fair, this is 1997, right? So, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's okay. Like, we're not quite in the, like, every single night of Monday Night Raw is a fucking banger. It's, we're, we're, we're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> On September 7th at Ground Zero in your house. These guys are in our house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that that old school logo. Like that. Uh, I like like the logo for the thing. uh, Just Undertaker holding his own severed head. (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck? That's the first thing I noticed. I'm like, why would he be holding his own severed head? What is that alluding to? I'm here to tell you, after the after I read the whole match to you, you still won't understand why. Like, there's but, not a good reason. It makes but the no worst sense. the worst part was that he his head was on his head, but then he also had another head of his head that he was holding. <laughs> so there were two heads. So dumb. Uh. <laughs> Uh, on September 7th, the ground zero in your house, Taker and Michaels have a number one contenders match for the WWF title. The match is filled with fuckery. <laughs> Michaels uses Degeneration X to, to cheat. Uh, Taker is choke slamming referees and hitting Sean with brass knuckles. It's a god, it's just a fucking mess. Referee Tim White comes out and calls a no contest. Thank fucking God for good reason. Like it's, it's pandemonium. So, needless to say, these two have some, wait for it, bad blood between oh, them. Jeez. So bad, in fact, that they have to be quarantined in a cell with no way out, which brings us to the very first Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, which I didn't realize that's what this was. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. And also, let me, you know, I- I've I've said this time and time again, I'm not a big fan of The Undertaker, and... 
I I wanted to pick this match because I this is right in like a time where you James are like yeah I wanted like this is a good classic yeah you know added well you know, pre attitude era match we'll get to it but the end of this the ending of this match led me to the fact that I've definitely seen this before yes yeah so um I just didn't remember that I had seen it before and I'm a I, bad wrestling fan <laughs> <laughs> and I. I picked it because, like, I'm just, I'm trying, I, like, I've been watching a lot of New Japan lately, and I've been, you know, there's people that I've been trying to come around on that I have eventually come around on, so I think maybe, you know, I might come around on The Undertaker, and if I do, that would be really cool. Oh, well, uh, we'll, it, we'll, we'll see after this match, for seeing sure. Seeing him with his red hair that he had, and this is flowing <laughs> ruby hair, it was very beautiful. <laughs> It's very beautiful. Uh, it's something that's important to note before we start talking about the match, <laughs> and you. And so here's here's a little hif- history lesson. Okay. The afternoon before the scheduled event, Brian Pillman died of a heart attack in his hotel room. Oh, I saw I saw uh, Vince do the little the little conversation about it to the camera. We're very sorry for the family, and wait, wait, this is all we know at this time. Which merited. Yeah. A brief announcement during the kickoff show, and yeah, he did. He did also mention it right before the match. Yeah, uh, he was scheduled to perform that evening against Dude Love, and his match uh, is replaced by a Mini Estrella tag match. Which part of me just wants to be like, look, I'm I'm not I'm not talking shit about little people, but I just feel like Vince's brain is like, oh, we're gonna replace it with something. How about a bunch of midges? You know, and, and, and it's like, <laughs> you know, you tasked me to watch this one match on this one show. And I thought to myself, you know, I'm going to watch the whole thing. And I did up until this. And then I just like, now I'll just skip to the, I'll just skip to the match. I'm going to watch. <laughs> so, and th- this really, this really pissed me off. Vince offers his condolences to Mr. Pillman's family. Like he couldn't just say Brian, like that motherfucker. And I, like, I, I'm, I'm telling you, if if we have some fucking event where it's like live and there's a lot of tickets sold and I die, don't do the show. <laughs> like, can, cancel it. All right, all right. okay, because yeah. Daniel fuck- would not have wanted us to go on. <laughs> <laughs> and and. You, the listener, if that ever happens and the show does go on, just play this over and over again. Uh, like, literally just throw cassettes of it into everyone's windows. <laughs> like, harangue their families. Like, make them have to fucking move out of, out of town so no one knows where they are. Like... Don't I, don't do the sh- don't do the show if I'm dead. That's interesting because I I really felt Vince's apology. I thought that Vince was being super sincere. No, it's, I, he said Mr. Pillman. I was like, you motherfucker, like you're he, not on a first name basis with with this dude who died for you. Basically, <laughs> I mean, he he died of a heart attack in his hotel room, but whatever. I just, right. I fucking hate Vince McMahon. Is the point of that? <laughs> Uh, cancel the fucking show when someone dies. You workaholic piece of shit. <laughs> But I have a feeling that's not going to be the first time the show goes on after somebody dies. Over the edge, 1999, Owen Hart. King uh, manages to only say three offensive things about little people during that match. Wait, really? Because I felt like the whole time I was like, what the fuck, Jerry? He he was, uh, uh, it's four if you count uncontrollable laughter for no reason. (laughs) What he says, uh. When the the they slammed the little guy on his table and they messed up the little idiot messed up my headphones and then he goes and then he just laughed yeah like, and then he goes it's oh, all right it's all right it was worth it <laughs> the, the little fella whole, that was one of the funniest little things I've ever seen he, and just a whole minute of la- just uncontrolled <laughs> laughter <laughs> oh my god all right you guys love this you guys love this like everybody's like shut the fuck up. Ah, oh, God. And it's like, the, like, Ross and Jim, or Ross and Vince, like, even know that he's, like, they know that he's just, keep it to, like, less than 20 things, please. <laughs> uh, <sighs> Our announcers for the evening are Vince McMahon, Jerry Lawler, and Jim Ross. The official is Earl Hebner. 
After a cursory check to ensure no one is hiding under the ring by Commissioner Slaughter and Earl Hefner. <laughs> this is a little I, flashlight. He's like, yep, which, that's good. Yep. Uh, which happens sometimes. Uh, HBK's, no trap doors. <laughs> HBK's music hits and he makes his way to the ring, followed by Triple H, China, and ravishing Rick Rude. I also want to point out that the cage is all the way to the floor. So even if somebody was hiding under the ring... <laughs> they, can't, like, they can't get out. <laughs> well, th- what? Yeah, but there's a space between the the ring and the cage, so they could they could get they could get out. Not out of the, uh, not out of the match. Not yeah, out of the cage. But, yeah, but if you're hiding under the match, if you're hiding under the ring, you want to go in there to fuck up the match for to someone. Fuck the match, right? I get you. <laughs> so he's accompanied to the ring by Degeneration X. Did you know Rick, Rick Rude was in Degeneration X? He was in its earliest iteration. Oh, he, comes, really? he comes out in a suit and tie, though. <laughs> I did not know that. Uh, HBK hits his signature prose and the pyro in the ring, the cell looming overhead. As the cage is lowered and Michaels begins running the ropes, the Undertaker's music hits. As the lights go off, the crowd erupts and Taker begins his ponderous journey to the ring. He... <laughs> I guess, here, uh, here it is, my favorite part of the show where I can't read my handwriting... He raises his hands and boom, the house lights come on and Sean looks desperately nervous at the realization that he's now trapped in the cell with the Undertaker <laughs> and he does look really, really nervous. Yeah, yeah. He the- played this very good. <laughs> the bell rings and we're underway. Sean launches himself into the ropes, ducks a clothesline, bounces off the ropes and a full speed runs into the Undertaker's boot. He falls over after he fails to stand up and I mean, he is insanely overselling this like just wobbling Dude. all over the ring like trying to stand up from one he stands kick. fully up to slam himself back down so that he can stand fully up again and, and slam himself and back he goes, down he goes like all the way around the ring taker picks him up and smashes his head into a ring post causing sean to stumble all over the ring trying to get his footing after trying to escape the ring, Taker grabs him and slams his head into the ring post again, and this time it launches him all the way across the ring. Jesus Christ, this match has barely started. <laughs> and so, like, the, like, Sean, who is probably, like, the king of overselling, he makes Undertaker look insanely strong in this match. Oh, yeah, and it, that's what you're supposed... That's how Undertaker is supposed to look, right? I mean, I feel like this is this is exactly what everybody should have been doing the whole time. And so the, uh, the other thing with Undertaker is he... He has taken his sweet fucking time. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like a systematic dismantling of Shawn Michaels. Oh, yeah. The match has... The match's timing... And the the build of it is very, very good. Taker bashes Sean into the opposite ring post and follows up with an Irish whip into the ropes, catching Sean by the throat. Sean kicks him in the leg to break the hole and begins hitting Taker with a barrage of punches into the corner. Climbs the second rope, more punches, and climbs down to continue delivering more punches in the corner. Michael's Irish whips Taker into the opposite corner, but he reverses and launches Sean into the corner at light speed. And, like, Undertaker is, like, hunched, like, halfway <laughs> over. Like, he gets so low and, like, yanks him, like, all the way with all of his strength. And Michael's rams into the corner and he does his little, like, flippy, his back hits the thing and he flips up over the ropes. Yeah. And he comes back down off the ropes and stumbles into a huge lariat. He just goes down like a fucking sack of potatoes. <laughs> Taker covers him for a two count. And so, like, this is, like, every time it seems like Sean just gets a little bit of control of the match, it's like, no, like, Undertaker's firmly controlling yeah, yeah. the match. Taker gets Sean on his feet, and after gaining wrist control, shoulder tackles Sean three times. He then walks him in the corner and performs his top rope walk maneuver. He comes down off the ropes with a huge right hand that hits Sean in the back of the head, launching him across the ring. And it's like every move he does just launches him across the fucking ring. It's very, it's very, Taker still had that mysticism at that time, you know? So I kind of, I really like that aspect of it because it really, it felt like he was the dead man and, you know, like it felt like he was a real deal, you know? Taker delivers a headbutt, a boot to the throat, a body slam, and an off-the-ropes leg drop. 
it's a nice big leg drop too. Nice yeah. and slow and just yeah, fucking yeah. he's a very big dude. Michaels kicks out of a pin attempt. Michaels is up and stumbling. Taker whips him into the ropes and hits him with a huge back body drop that is so high that Sean's feet hit the fucking cage. And I was like, woo! Because, like, imagine if his foot just, like, caught on something. Oh my god, I know. Yeah, it just... Dude, every time there's a ladder or a table or a chair or something set up in the ring or a fucking cage, I'm always just on the edge of my seat. Is somebody going to die tonight? So I don't want to yeah, see somebody die tonight. It's, it's fucking dangerous. No broken necks, please. Uh, Taker goes to close, uh, goes to clothesline, uh, but Sean ducks it and mounts a counter offensive, but is blocked, uh, but is blocked and is subsequently hit by three huge right hands by Taker, who then throws Michael's bodily over the top rope onto the fucking ground. So now the, like, that's like phase one of in the ring. Like yeah. here's here's the phase two part where like Dude, just a bunch of shit happens on the outside of the ring. <laughs> when they get to the ground, there's like a part in the match where Shawn Michaels has like an interaction with a fan and spits at the fan. I I saw that and I couldn't yeah. hear what he was saying, but I yeah, yeah. It, it's this crowd just just so everyone like knows the score around this crowd fucking hates Shawn Michaels. Yeah, oh, and, they do for and, yeah. And every time he does something cool like the crowd fucking booze <laughs> the crowd at this match sold sold this match hard like <laughs> real good taker meets him on the outside and lifts michaels with both hands by the neck sean delivers a quick neck chop and so he's like he is holding him up by the neck and he's like pinned against the corner of the cage yeah sean delivers a quick neck chop to break the hold and climbs up the cage in a vain attempt to escape but Tinker yanks him off onto the ground from what looks like 10 feet in the air because the Undertaker and his arms. <laughs> but but also, I'm kind of measuring from the top of Sean's head. But <laughs> if you measure from Sean's, like, ass, it's probably, like, six or seven feet in the air. Yeah. And yeah. Sean, or, uh, JR says uh, something very poignant after this happens. He's like, there's probably some idiot at home saying he knows how to fall. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's true because this is this is like right about that time where like people are are probably starting to get yeah, yeah. wrestling this is was pretty, like the very end of that yeah it's pretty fixed yeah but like yeah it's that yeah there's probably yeah. some idiot and like that's something that you could still say today in a match and it would still fly like you probably some idiot probably thinks he knows how to fall and you know it's 1997 <laughs> people the internet threads are happening people are talking <laughs> that's how that's the internet is what ruined it all. <laughs> Taker walks Sean to the other side of the cage and whips him all the way into the opposite side. Sean bounces right off the cage into an undertaker lariat. He then literally does the exact same thing. <laughs> like again, <laughs> and undertaker does this a couple of times in this match. He just does something and then it's just bad. Just fuck it. I'll just, just do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> After. <laughs> Here we go again. I can't read my notes. After bouncing Michael's head off the apron, Taker walks him to the corner of the cage and attempt to power bomb him into the ring post. But Sean grabs the cage on on the Undertaker's backswing and starts hitting Taker with right hands. Taker turns around and bashes him into the corner of the cage twice, and Michaels collapses. Taker then slams Sean into the ring steps before laying into Michaels midsection, and he's just given those. Yeah, fucking yeah. punching him in in the fucking gut, basically. And you know what? I think I like it more that he like doesn't have the fight gloves on, but he just has like regular fingerless gloves. So yeah, it just kind of yeah, looks yeah. like he's just like whipping on him like a fucking punching bag. Yeah, yeah. And it's sort of those it, UFC gloves. Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah, it kind of made me appreciate like, oh, Undertaker's been been doing that for a long time. I mean, I think a lot of what my not liking the Undertaker is is probably like okay. He was uh he was around for like in in the nineties that was when he had the whole d- Dominion thing or whatever he he had his disciples or whatever and it was it was different and then he went away and then he was biker taker so like yeah I think I didn't get enough Undertaker in my childhood and that's probably what it is I'm trying to be fair to the dude because <laughs> it's. I, I mean, never really I never like disliked him but I've never had like an allegiance to him I've never. I've never like uh, put him in my top ten or anything, you know. Yeah, and it, it's a, uh, 
I my think, top ten is probably pretty shat on by people who like red. People who listen, are, they're like, what? Get, just don't even talk to us. Get out of here. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about that after the match. Uh, so he he just starts hitting him with, with left and right hands. After giving Michaels two stiff right hands to the fucking face, he picks he picks him up, walks him over to the corner, and then he just bashes him into the ring post, bashes him into the corner, bashes him into the ring post, <laughs> yeah. bashes him into the corner yeah. again. Ah, it just ouch! It just looked fucking painful. <laughs> well, he's bouncing him off those those turnbuckles, man. And Shawn Michaels is just like selling. He's like <laughs> whipping his head, just blah blah. Just it's crazy. <laughs> Taker picks up Sean over his shoulder to launch him like a lawn dart into the cage, but Sean slides down Taker's back and shoves him into the cage. However, Taker immediately turns around and jukes him with a big forearm. On the ground and looking like shit, Sean is picked up and walked over to the ring steps so he can get his face slammed into them, and also into Taker's elbow. He he falls to the ground where Taker puts a boot to his throat and then he just Pinning his windpipe against the cage. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> and, yeah, just take her firmly in control. Uh, it's a brutal match. Having grown bored with that, he whipped Sean into the cage and tries to follow through with a lariat as Sean is bouncing off the cage. But he ducks under, causing Taker to run full steam into the cage. And he, he falls onto the ground. And Sean just starts wildly pounding on him. And the audience is just like, boo! <laughs> and I mean, like, 20,000 people are just yeah, like, yeah. fuck this! <laughs> Michaels rolls back into the corner for a desperate... Uh, uh, sorry, he rolls back into the ring for a desperately needed break. He's back on his feet, but so is Taker, who's climbed onto the ring apron. Where Sean greets him with four big right hands. Taker hits a neck a neck breaker, hanging Sean's neck on the top rope, launching him at, across. The oh ring. yeah, yeah, yeah! <laughs> that was a great. That was a great slingshot. Is what they called it. And just like any any time, under Undertaker just does like a basic move. Sean's yeah. like, I'll just sell <laughs> the fuck out of it. And yeah, it just <laughs> across the ring. Taker climbs back onto the apron, and Michaels tackles him off the apron into the cage at just at full speed, like as fast as humanly possible. Taker gets back on his feet, and Michaels does a tope suicida into him into the cage, and like yeah. this is this is like a turn point. We and we've uh, we've talked recently about just like it seems like there's a tope suicida in every match, and so like Jr. calling a tope yeah. in the middle of a match where it's like I'm not expecting something like that to happen. Although I know Shawn Michaels is a very physical dude. Yeah. And he, you know, he could do that. It just, it came out of nowhere. I was like, whoa, okay, here we go. Uh, That's definitely like a move of today. But yes. Yeah. Yeah. Taker gets back on his feet and Michaels does a tope suicide into him into with the cage. Right. He then scales the cage and does an elbow drop Dude, onto Taker. I loved that. Yeah. And that elbow drop looked so legit. Uh, it, it was a. Uh, and to me, that's, like, really creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I loved it. He got that fucking height, just let go, and fucking... Uh, he then... Uh, he, <laughs> he he gets on the apron and does a running, flying shoulder tackle off of the apron, and now he's, like... The, yeah, this is the turning point. He's, he's starting to get a little advantage yeah. here. Uh, Sean begins to assault The Undertaker with the steel steps. That, by King's estimation, weigh at least 150 pounds. <laughs> Did you see the way Shawn Michaels would slowly just set it onto Taker's back? <laughs> uh, I, I said this before about the uh, ladder in the uh, Michaels uh, Razor Ramon ladder match. And if those steel steps weigh a hair over 50 pounds, I'll eat my hat. <laughs> Uh, I think they're just straight up like the the lightest aluminum. It's just like it's like tin can material. Like if you like shake it around, like a, yeah. like you could use it to Three like pounds. to make a thunder sound effect. You could have picked it up with one pinky and lightly slid it, set it on Taker's back. Uh, uh, after a failed uh, initial attempt, Sean pile drives Taker onto the steel step. Fuck, that looked painful. Yes, yes. And probably because it was like Undertaker's <laughs> a huge dude, and he just 
right? And oh, I, and it, like at first he couldn't even get him up. And then yeah, it, yeah. And he, and on top of that, he got a little hop onto it too. Yeah. So it just like, yeah. oh god. That's a scary moment because, like, Sean, are, are his legs going to be the exact right height? Or is this everything right here? <laughs> Sean, are you good? <laughs> Sean, it's me. <laughs> Taker, man. <laughs> he then he then uh, stamps Taker uh, from the apron. Uh, back back of the ring, Michaels hits Taker with a double axe handle smash on the outside from the top rope. Big move there. Both men get back in the ring, including The Undertaker, somehow. Yeah. Sean puts Taker down with a right hand and then produces a steel chair from under the ring. He proceeds to blast Taker in the back twice before chucking the chair out of the ring and taking about a day and a half to make a pin attempt, which The Undertaker (laughs) kicks out of. After a quick boot to the head, Sean gets Taker into the corner and the men begin trading blows. Taker gains the advantage, but Sean launches off the ropes and gives him a kick to the midsection and several right hands before wrapping the Undertaker up in the ring ropes. He takes a couple of cheap shots before Earl Hebner tells him to knock it off, but Sean ain't about that. He charges towards Taker, but ends up eating a face full of boot. He composes himself and charges again, but Taker frees himself at this point and back body drops Sean into a cameraman on the outside. And then he beats this poor cameraman. Oh like my he God, the cameraman. <laughs> and then it, like, I love how JR, he was like, uh, this ain't no athlete. This is just a regular, but then you see the guy's he's, arms. He's, the guy's arms are as big as my head. And- he's a man with a family. <laughs> a- after he tires of that, he so gets, they're, they feel bad for Brian Pillman's family, and they also feel bad for this cameraman's yeah, it's, family. It's equally, <laughs> the like, exact, the equal amount of bad yeah, is that, how they feel. Uh, <laughs> After tiring of whooping up on that guy, <laughs> he, he makes his way back into the ring and drops uh, uh, Undertaker over the other side of the ring. Uh, just kidding. He goes back and just fucking starts whipping up on that corpse some more and just he drops that cameraman like a bad habit. Dude, I know. It goes on for so long. I felt so bad. But I love the idea of the gimmick to get to, like, he did that to get the gate open, you know? like. Well, and you know what? This is something that they would definitely use in the future. And it's like, it would be good ring psychology, except it's like an excuse to just, like, get the, the gate open. And then, like, because you see the look on his face and he's yeah. like, huh. Which I'll get to in one second. <laughs> Michaels makes his way to the other uh, side of the ring and clobbers, uh, clobbers Taker with another double axe handle smash before climbing back in the ring. Taker gets back and walks right into a flying forearm for Michaels. Michaels does a kip up and the audience boos. <laughs> Just any time he's... They really imp- did hate Any time yeah. he's impressive. And, but and the even pops- JR is like, oh, he's so cocky. Like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> The pops for Taker, though, man, it was it really sold the match. It made it feel really good. He drags Taker to the middle of the ring and gives him a beautiful elbow drop off the top turnbuckle. And JR's like, "You, no one in the WWF has ever been able to do an elbow drop with such skill. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Just I guess we're not talking about Randy Savage now, right now. <laughs> But I also think, like, it's an elbow drop. Like, I could do it that good. Like, that's like a move I can do. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not going to do a tope suicido, but I'll do that. It, it, I mean, it's uh, it's just funny because clearly, like, that's a little jab yeah, at Randy uh, Savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, let me find where I was here. Yeah, uh, so he does that elbow drop. Now, it, while this is happening, the cage is being opened for corpse removal. <laughs> Sean begins. Feel bad to, for his family. Sean begins to tune up the band and nails Taker with a sweet chin music, and Taker just instantly sits up. <laughs> I was like, "No, uh, no!" Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> I love that because the whole. The whole match, like, Sean is, un- like, overselling everything. Yeah, yeah. And Taker doesn't sell it at all. It's just, <laughs> boom! <sighs> but, dude, when he when he sat up, the fucking audience went insane. Yeah. It was... And, it was... and, and I, yeah, me, yeah. I, I was like, oh, yeah, no! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
So he instantly gets up, and now Shawn Michaels is like, fuck this, and like gets out of the ring, and then he <laughs> sees an opportunity to escape through the unlocked cage and takes it. JR said it before, business is about to pick up. <laughs> Taker chases down HBK to the outside of the cage, but HBK counters with right hands and a shotgun dropkick right into the cage. And this is like, there's no, like, the padding only goes... Just oh, to just to the yeah. edge of the ring, so he does his drop kick and just lands. He's going on his back ass. to floor, back to floor, and, and so like he did know, it twice. Yeah, ku- yeah, kudos to you. Except the second time that he does it, the Undertaker grabs his legs and catapults him into the cage, lacerating Michael's face. Yeah, and did you see his head? Like, yeah, when, when the Undertaker catches him. Yeah, uh, he, yeah. He so the Undertaker caught his legs and like his head just boom yeah. on, on the back of the yeah. ground. Now the front of his face is instantly lacerated. Now I went back and watched this like a thousand times. Shawn Michaels is really slick, and Earl Hebner is like right in front of the cam in front of the camera. But you could just catch at the last second. Shawn Michaels blading over his right eyebrow. Oh, really? So, like, he was already cut open by the time he ran into the thing. Yeah, and yeah. so he's like, I'll just boom like that, catapult into the fucking cage, and now I'm, like, all fucking... And, like, it's it's excellent cinema. Like, it looks so fucking good. Because wow. I promise you, I could slam my, ca- my face into a chain link fence a million times and not fucking bust <laughs> my face open. That's not how they work. They're springy and they have give. Yeah. Like, it would never happen. So it's just... Like that little bit of like catapult me into the cage, I'll I'll fucking cut myself. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was slick as fuck. It was good blood. It was it wasn't too much, but it wasn't too little. Like I I was that, worried about yet, him. Yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Taker gives Michaels three stiff shots to the face before uh lawn darting Michaels into the cage. Not once, but twice. And HBK is a fucking bloody mess now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, yeah. Just, it's just a little, just, the Undertaker, like, punches him, like, right on his cut, too. So it's like, here's enough to get it started, and Dude, now it's I like, know. let's... Dude, I know. shit started gushing. Yeah, but, let's open this thing right the fuck up. But the good thing about it was, like, like, there wasn't blood going everywhere. It was, like, staying on his face. You know what I mean? That's what... It, I get queasy when I start to see the whole fucking mat covered in for, blood. And like, for now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for now. He kicks Taker square in the balls and hurriedly climbs the cage. Taker follows, and now both men are on top of the cage. And so, like, this is something that you have to appreciate about this match, seeing it for the first time and not knowing anything about it. Yeah. And certainly not seeing, you know, maybe... uh uh, mankind versus Undertaker in Hell in a Cell, but they're like up on they're up on the cage, and it's like I know nothing's gonna happen. But imagine if you didn't know anything was gonna happen. Right, yeah. Even I, I was like, I I've seen this match before, so I knew nothing happened. But even still, it's just like, dude, because that match is a. <laughs> uh, oh God, someone's stupid weight estimation. They're like that. That cage weighs a ton. I don't know. <laughs> it fucking doesn't. <laughs> it's well, even Shawn Michaels selling selling the fact that he's like running away from Taker and like running up the cage. Like it, it's to me because I feel like the the cage gag getting on top of the cage. A lot of times they get up there and you're like, why the fuck did they even start to climb? Like, what the fuck was the uh, reason? But in this case, I, I actually felt the the fear. Also, you know? keep in mind, yeah. this is the first time a cage has actually had a roof on it. Right. So, like, that's... Yeah. It's just, like, what what is going to happen? <laughs> uh, HBK attempts to pile drive The Undertaker into the top of the cage, but Taker reverses into a back body drop. Taker begins to grate Sean's face into the chain <laughs> fence ground ceiling roof. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to work on that yeah, name, this too. Is when the blood, this is when the blood starts to... Rip. Oh, this... Actually, at that point... The cameraman is standing underneath Shawn Michaels. He gets blood dripped on him. He goes, oh, shit. But you hear the cameraman say, oh, shit. Blood dripped on his fucking face. I heard that. Yeah. And I was taking notes. And I was like, who said that? <laughs> uh, he scampers away, but Taker hoists him into the air. Just fucking gorilla press slams him before blasting Shawn in the face, launching him to the edge of the cage. And so, like, the, like, the cage is, like, Fucking buckling. Yeah, yeah. And it's 
And it's like, oh. Sean tries to climb down the side of the cage, but Taker grabs him by the head before, before he can get away. And Michael breaks loose and gets both hands on the ledge of the cage. And now Undertaker is standing straight up. He <laughs> He's stamps like, on yeah. one hand, causing it to let go of the cage. And then he stamps on the other hand, causing Sean to plummet into the Spanish announce table below. <laughs> and it's like he doesn't hit it quite square. <laughs> and on top of that, like anytime someone hits an announce table and I see those fucking... Uh, closed circuit TVs. Oh yeah, like, they're still there. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. like that. Yeah, like that doesn't break your fall. <laughs> Those that things... breaks your fucking pelvis, yeah. or it breaks your fucking femur, or whatever right. part of your body lands. It's like on metal it. corners, people. Metal oh, corners. God. Yeah, so it's just yeah. like, oh. <laughs> Taker makes his way down to the ground, and somehow Michaels is on his feet. So Taker tosses him into the French announce table like a fucking <laughs> rag doll. Michaels gets. To his feet, like, he's standing on the French announce table. He doesn't know where he is. This whole part was so exciting. Like, this match was so good. And Taker Gorilla Press slams him into the already broken Spanish announce (laughs) table. I was like, oh, God, the TV's still down there. Like, ooh. Uh, Sean makes a plotting escape on his hands and knees back into the cell. <laughs> like, it's just like, please, nothing this bad happened on the, on the inside of the cell. And he's just, he's a bloody fucking mess. Yeah. And Taker rolls him back into the ring, and both men are now locked back in the cell. Yeah, I like that they relocked and everything. <laughs> Taker hits the ropes and clobbers HBK with a lariat. He then places Sean... Uh, on top of the turnbuckle, this is uh, phase three of the match yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he fucking choke slams him off the, the fucking turnbuckle, and I was not expecting that <laughs> to happen. <laughs> uh, and now it's time for Taker to get his retribution with a steel chair, and he fucking nails Michaels yeah. right in the goddamn face. I like that the chair was light baby blue, too. Like, I just <laughs> yeah, some, <laughs> some of them were. Yeah. <laughs> Taker calls for the tombstone. It's the fucking end. And then suddenly, all of the lights in the arena go out. And then, every, and then eerie organ music is heard throughout the arena. Flames erupt from the entrance ramp as Paul Bearer accompanies to the ring. It, it's gonna be Kane! It's gonna be Kane! And so, like, they have... They've been low-key, like hinting about this in the meantime. I didn't mention it in in the road to this match because yeah. it was kind of like... Yeah, you don't you want to spoil this is it. Stuff, this is stuff in the back burner. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> fucking spoil 30-year-old spoil it. match. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, the camera pans this... over to The Undertaker who looks fucking mortified. Yeah. Like... Sean's faces in this match are good, and now The Undertaker has this look on his face, and it's like, The Undertaker looks like he's legitimately seeing a fucking ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this was the moment where I realized I had seen this before, because I, I remember watching the introduction of Kane. Kane proceeds to rip the door, uh, the, the, the cage of the door off of its hinges. <laughs> it ripped it off the hinges. <laughs> like like a psychotic dentist yanking teeth. And I and I laughed. I laughed when he ra- when he ripped the fucking door off of the hinges. Um it's really cool like it's yeah, just yeah. all of a sudden it's like the Undertaker's badass. Now he looks terrified. And then Cage just fucking rips the fucking gate door off of its hinges. But I started laughing because months ago, this guy is fucking Dr. Isaac Yankum. <laughs> and he's just like, do you know what I'm talking about? I have about? no clue. Oh, God. That look, was a character? Look, look up Dr. Isaac Yankum. That's what Kane... That was a... Uh, that was a... Uh, Kane's gimmick before he was Kane. So this is like 90s fucking, oh, Doik the Clown is fighting <laughs> Dr. Yankum DDS or whatever. Oh my god. Yeah, so it, it is, uh, there, he, there is. he is. And to go to that from this, and here's, now here's something that's also worth mentioning. Um, I was never a fan of Undertaker, but I definitely bought Kane. <laughs> Oh yeah, which is a weird, which is a weird thing to say because it's literally the same exact thing. 
I uh yeah, I was actually a, a a fan of Kane too, big time. I loved the mask, I loved the whole deal, the the way they introduced him. Like this was a, an outstanding introduction of a character. Yeah. You know? So so now it's like you already have this mask yeah. and now this this other level of it and and it, it is it is good. He slams Earl Hebner into the cage before making his way into the ring, Kane does. The men are face to face and Taker stares at him in odd silence. Michaels makes his way to the other side of the... Uh, just kidding. <laughs> I already read that part. Uh, slowly, Kane lifts his arms above his head, then suddenly brings them down, causing flames to erupt from all the <laughs> ring posts. A startled Undertaker looks away just long enough for Kane to plant him with a tombstone pile driver and yeah. hits him with his own goddamn move. Taker got pile drive twice in this match. And just as suddenly as he appeared, Kane left the arena. Meanwhile, emerging from a pool of his own blood, and oh I god, loved it's it. so bad. Shawn Michaels uses the last ounce of his strength to crawl to the Undertaker, and all he has the strength to do is drape a single arm yeah. o- over uh, his supine body. <laughs> Earl Hebner proceeds to administer the world's largest three count. One. Two. <laughs> No, God, don't do it. Don't do it, Earl. God, don't do it. Three. Ding, ding, ding. Here is your winner and the new number one contender for the World Wrestling Federation Championship. Shawn Michaels gets a pinfall victory in 29 minutes and 59 seconds. Uh, (laughs) Man, that was a hell of a ride. Yeah, it's... That match is... Like, uh... I always find talking about these matches is what makes me go like, yeah, that match. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's, I, it's my routine is the same. I watch the match once. Then I do my, I do my go through for the uh, thing, which takes fucking forever. And then I'll usually watch it one or two more times just so I can enjoy it one more time. And I think in the talking is where I really like realize where, like the things that I like about it and the things yeah. that I don't like about well, it. Yeah, to me it's the pacing and just just the selling the selling of not only the the or not only the wrestlers but also the audience. That's really like the, you know the audience really adds a, a shit ton to a wrestling match. Yeah, and th- so. it's we've seen uh we've seen audiences of varying size on this show. Unless we have it, this could be the first episode. All these episodes are timeless. <laughs> but you know, you go from let's say a half full TNA arena that only has 700 people at it at universal studios. And it sounds exactly the same as an arena filled with 20 fucking yeah, thousand yeah, yeah. people. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, even, even smaller scale, like just, you know, some of these matches are in fucking municipal centers and it's like these, the, the crowd factors into these fucking matches. And this, Big time. this match is a, this match was good. And it's, in in context, you know, even if you watch it, you know, you're like, you know who the good guy and you know who the bad guy is. In the yeah, match. yeah. And then it, it's it'll it'll make you feel things accordingly. <laughs> I, you know, I have always uh, I've always liked uh, bad guys in wrestling. I just think, yeah, I just I just I've always thought they're more interesting. And also, baby faces have a really uh, they had a really tough line of work cut out for them. Right. Like, especially in the era that, that they're transitioning into. And, like, everyone hates Shawn Michaels in this match in the crowd. And, you know, barely a year later, it's, he's going to be doing the same shit and everyone's just going to be loving it. See, yeah. Uh, and I, I I find myself in the same way. Like, I, I sit and I love, like, the I love the cocky bad guy that's just like, fuck you. I'm going to beat you. I'm still the champion. And th- fuck and, your mother. <laughs> and and e- even even with that, like this match is like Sean Sean gets in the ring and he's he's fucking ready. He he's cocked yeah. up all the way down the ring. Yeah. He's got his fucking posse with him. Yeah. Not on the way out of the ring. Right. Like, oh yeah. China and Triple H are carrying his fucking <laughs> lifeless body <laughs> back up yeah. the fucking ramp, and it's, he's covered in blood. And <laughs> and like he, but as soon as that cage goes down, like. 
the tone changes and you see the look on his face and he's oh, kind of just like, oh, what have I fucking gotten myself into? Yeah. And then oh, the, yeah. for the whole match, it's like, it's it's not that. It's just like survival and like all, all the little things that happen and like the part where he realizes the cage is open and he's like, nope, fuck this. He just yeah. got right back up for my finishing move. I gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are actors, man. These guys are like legit actors. They, uh, selling is acting, you know? So like, you make you make me believe that you are the fucking good guy. You make me believe you are the bad guy. Then you're a fucking good ass actor. And Golden Globe goes to Shawn Michaels. You know, yeah, it <laughs> it goes it goes to the Undertaker too a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like and yeah. as far as like how the Undertaker ran his parts of the match, it's just like I'm not in a hurry. Yeah, I, dude. I'm it was just, like yeah. I'm just gonna break you down into a fucking into atoms. Like yeah. it's I'm just gonna take it to you, and like the. The things, the lengths that Shawn Michaels has to go through in that match to like put Undertaker down, like he has to pile drive him into steps. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and then even then, it's it's there. There's that, and like he gives him a sweet chin music, and like even that doesn't like stop him. He hits him with a chair a couple times, and just like, uh. but also you know, kudos to uh, Shawn for taking a fucking steel chair to the head into the face into his already gashed open fucking face dude it was a brutal brutal match like non-stop fucking action uh i i would agree that this would be a five-star match yeah i was just yeah. about to ask you official yeah. officially officially it's a five-star match officially it's a five-star match for sure uh yeah it's uh and i foresee myself i foresee myself saying this a lot in the future uh, you know, I, this, this match, this match grew on me. There's some matches that are immediate, just like, yeah, that was fucking insane. This, uh, this match showcases just a different kind of skill. And I'll, I'll say it a five-star skill. This is, this is a, this is a five-star match. It's, it's, uh, it's a match you gotta, it's a match you gotta watch. Cause it's just, uh, what, what it does is a perfect version of what, what it does right it's a it's a good it's a good clinic by by both of those guys and then the the whole layer with with Kane coming out to the ring and it's just like think about how many wrestlers debut and like and you have like that you have no idea who they are how often is it immediately like whoa yeah yeah this is amazing like i need to see this guy like pronto i need to know who this fucking person is yeah it doesn't it rarely happens anymore you yeah know? i can't i can't think of any other time in particular i mean yeah just kane and you, like and also like imagine going from dr isaac yankum to fucking kane dude yeah. like that's like that turned his whole fucking career around man and now oh. he's the mayor of Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at Dr. Isaac Yankum right now. and uh, he's, a yeah. do- he's a doctor and a mayor. Yeah, he should have stayed a DDS, you know. <laughs> oh, uh, my don't, somebody said, don't quit your day job. And he's like, yep, <laughs> you were right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, this is a... This is probably going to be the mid-season finale of this show for now. Oh wow! Awesome. Um, and pro- going out on a it, high note. Huh? It, I got you. It's a. Uh, it it's very uh, time-consuming to do these things, and they are fun to do. But I'm a little taxed from getting all these things released, and like I've been doing this over a couple months. Yeah. And it's like like this one. It's like I had to. I had to grind to get it done so I could get it released uh, to you guys. And uh, here's some things for you to check out in the meantime. James, can you just start saying social media things? I feel yeah. like I don't ever do that, and I know that there's people out there listening. So, like, follow us and show yeah. people that you follow us because I, I like doing this. And I think I would just do this for the rest of my life if I could just get paid to do it. Like, <laughs> it's... But I, I like doing it. It would be nice to, like, be able to focus on this eight or ten hours a day you yeah. know, instead of, you know, this is, that's eight the, or, the eight or ten yeah. hours it took me to do all the work for these things. I think, I think we're very close to, uh, to that actually being a thing. And, you know, uh, all y'all out there listening can really help us get there. So go follow us on 
at jabroni U on Twitter. Go to uh, at ju underscore wrestling and follow that to to find all the all the wrestling shows that we have on ju network. Go to at the draft pod. Check out the draft podcast on the ju network. Go to at center of the universe pod. Ooh yeah. On Twitter, check out Ben Center. Ben also does Ben Watches Wrestling at JU underscore wrestling, where you'll also find this show and Daniel and all the great stuff everyone's doing with wrestling. And coming to you very soon, Wes Allen, Ashley Allen. Why did we ever meet? Ats, <laughs> at, ats to come. I don't know the at yet, but the at will be soon. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, this, uh, this was fun. Uh, thanks. Thanks oh, for, thanks for being. Oh, go on at Flow and Tell Pod. Oh yeah, go check that's, out that's me and stuff. Andy's show, Flow and Tell. If you like, if you like hip hop music. music, there you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, th- there you go. Thanks, thanks for being on, dude. Dude, um, thank you. Hell yeah, I love this. I have a uh, we we've been a uh, we've been podcasting together. It's been like five years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we started like, Ju. I would say. 2014 yeah that sounds about right yeah and oh god wow at the state of wrestling man <laughs> like, <laughs> like you guys couldn't get me back then i was the jabroni and at jabroni wrestling where uh, uh they were supposed to convince me that wrestling was something i should give my time to and guess what i <laughs> i barely was able to get this match watched <laughs> to get the to get this show going so you know what though you've been you've been watching that aew I have a little bit, yeah. I, uh, you know, I intended to really like jump on it and like follow it from the very beginning, but I've already, I've, I've already like had like three or four show gap where I'm like, fuck. Now I, I don't have any fucking clue what's happening. You, you know, you can always pick that stuff up. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Desi- it's designed that way. They always explain yeah, that's what's going true. on. That's true. That's true. You're right. Uh, yeah, this is a, this was good and, uh, I'd like to do it again. Uh, as, as soon as possible, as, as soon as my brain takes a rest and I want to get into some, I want to get into some really classic matches and I kind of want to get into a couple of newer matches Heck yeah! and I definitely want to get, uh, some more people on the show. I'll probably, I'll probably text Wes when I'm ready to do one and ask him if he wants to do one. And, uh, Wes would definitely be on board for sure. I, I would, uh, I would like to get on board with, uh, Ben. I think so too. Yeah. If you, if you like, uh, Ben. Ben watches wrestling. Uh, he he'll he'll uh, cover like Rev Pro stuff and stuff like that, and it's uh, makes me want to pay more attention to it. They're yeah, just, they're fun. Wrestling's just so fucking good right now. If you if you know where to look for it, and I think it kind of always has been if you if you knew where to look for it. So, and another good way that you can help us, uh, if you're listening right now, then you know how to get to the show. So whatever platform you are listening on. What would really help us is a five star rating and give us a give us a quick review how much you love the show. Five stars, man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Don't give the five star matches show anything less than five stars. <laughs> oh, well said. Well, uh, I think that just about does it uh, for James Bryanton. I'm Daniel Salorzno, and we'll see you around for more. Five stars.